sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And we're joined, of course, by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning, Andy. So, last time we got together, we talked about buying cars. You know, yeah. Making a mm-hmm. smart purchase, planning ahead for financing that purchase, all of that. What will we uh, yeah. be chatting about today on Good Money Moves? Yeah, so, you know, one of the hardest things to really tackle when you feel broke is figuring out how to manage your money to really make ends meet. Sure. And so this is, you know, this is usually kind of a crucial moment for someone when you really should start budgeting. But at the same time, creating a budget is even harder, you know, when you feel like you're behind on bills and you don't know where to start. Um, Luckily... The basics of budgeting still apply here. Um, The steps are all the same, but um, kind of your spending and your breakdowns of expenses are going to look just a little bit different. So if you're if you're behind on bills, um, you're going to have to spend a little bit more time kind of assessing your situation and coming to terms with how bad things really are. Right. It's something a lot of people don't want to acknowledge. Sometimes it's hard. We've talked Um, about that in the past, too, that psychological barrier. To getting this going absolutely yes and that is really key first step <laughs> get get in the right mindset for sure um so i you know if you're in the situation of being behind on bills and you're trying to come up with a a money plan then you're listening to the right show because today's episode to answer your question is all about the steps you need to take to set up a budget and get back on track excellent and the irony is yeah that most people, and myself included, did not. Don't you don't start budgeting until you find yourself facing a financial challenge, whether it be yeah, in my case absolutely. it was a reduction in income. So we had to scramble mm-hmm. to figure out how to make things work. And a lot of people, it's like, oh, as exactly. you put out, getting behind on your bills and realizing I've got to get this under control. And the irony is, if we mm-hmm. all started budgeting before that, perhaps we wouldn't have gotten in that situation. But that's always. So as always, (laughs) this is a great topic, budgeting. So Mm -hmm. where, where do you start getting control over your your money situation when you're behind on your bills? Yeah. So really the the very, very first step, well, after you get in the right mindset and and accept the fact that you have to go through this process, right? Like we mentioned a minute ago, um, the first step is really going to be assessing your situation. Um, so if you have kind of put off looking at your real financial situation because you're afraid to see how bad it really is, um, you're really going to have to work to push past that fear and stop burying your head in the sand first and foremost, right? Because um, you're never going to be able to climb out of that hole you're in if you don't know how deep the yeah. hole is. So, you know, just, you know, remember, you know, keep in mind you can't change past decisions or circumstances that put you in the situation you're in now what you can change is how you handle your finances going forward yep one of my um, favorite things ultimately my, you you just i yeah. just say my my grandfather used to always say and i now i say it to my kids 
water under the bridge. Yes. The past exactly. is the past. You can't do anything about it. Let's go and move forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and and really it's it's as simple as you need to understand how much money you have coming in versus how much money you have going out. That is the basic principle yep. of budgeting is making sure that the money coming in is more than the money going out at the end of the day, right? Absolutely. So the best way to go about this is also quite simple and you can do it easily with a pen and a paper if you want or you can get fancy and use excel or some other you know budgeting tool that's out there you know first alliance has one in our online banking that can help you um, kind of categorize your transactions but really the first thing you want to do is look at look at your checking account and determine how much you're getting paid each payday so if your wages tend to fluctuate um, just take an average of like maybe three months for starters to get a kind of a baseline for what you're working with. And then next you need to write down everything you spend every month. So, you know, and it's going to be really helpful to kind of split these into three main categories at this point. So your debts, so things like credit cards, medical bills, loan payments, those are your debts, things that you owe to someone else. Um, Then you're going to want to look at your fixed expenses. So those are expenses that don't change month to month. So those would be things typically like your phone bill or a garbage service or if you have subscriptions to things that are the same every single month and you don't really have control over what that cost is. It just is what it is. Those are your fixed expenses. So then you're going to look into that third category, which is your variable expenses. And those are expenses that change month to month. It may not be huge fluctuations, but they do change things like groceries, gas, how much you're spending on entertainment. These are things that you have a little bit more control over um, in this. And we'll kind of come back to that in a little bit here. Okay. So once you've kind of split everything out into these three categories, this is going to give you a really good idea of where your money is actually going. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, it can be really, it'll be helpful to look back at least three months um, to make sure you didn't miss an expense that maybe isn't happening every single month right. that you need to account for. So once you've kind of got all your income and expenses listed, add up all your monthly expenses and subtract that amount from your monthly income. Now, if you're lucky, it's going to be a positive. <laughs> if you feel <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But in this scenario, if you feel broke and you're behind on bills, expect to see that your spending is significantly more than your income. That would you should be not surprised by that. And don't let it get you down because you kind of already knew that was the case. This is just putting pen to paper and figuring out why. Right. So, you know, and I. I know what you're thinking, like, why go through this step (laughs) if all it's going to do is show me that I already know that I'm broke, right? But bear with me. The step is really important because you can't move forward without first knowing where you stand. Um, So really the purpose of this step is getting organized. And that is very important. And psychologically, this is probably the worst step. It is. is. This is a hard one. Yeah, you're facing what the, the real issue is. So I've got it organized, yeah. right? I know. Oh, absolutely. I know where I'm at. I've income yeah. and I have my expenses and I've ca- kind of categorized them. What's next? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So the next step here is you need to really focus and kind of zero in on the specific bills that you are behind on. Um, so if you're starting a budget when you're behind on bills, it's really important that you don't fall even further behind too, right? So you need to really identify again, which ones you're behind on already. And you you do that by addressing the most urgent bills first, and that's where kind of identifying those past due bills comes in. So look at your debt categories and highlight the bills that you are currently behind on. And then next to each one, list out what that normal payment is and how much you're behind and what you currently owe. So for example, if you have a car payment and you're two months behind and your monthly payment is $400, you write that down. Then you write down that amount that you're behind. So two months, you know, two times 400, that'd be $800 that you're behind. Okay. So you to get caught up and stay caught up, you would need to figure out how are you going to add that $800 into that $400 that you owe for probably the current month, right? So this just again gives you that clear picture of of where you're at you know and you're going to go through and do this for every past due bill that you have and then you kind of add up what your monthly obligation would normally be and how much you currently owe on those past due balances so that you again have that really clear picture of where you stand with these past due bills i was wrong again this would be the worst this is Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, one's, this one's a difficult step too. You know, it is it is going to be really hard to look at that. Um, but between step one, where we talked about just assessing your situation and then cre- to kind of create what I call that cash flow budget. And then step two, to identify those past due items. This is really, really important to provide you that clear, clear picture of your current financial situation. Okay. Because again, you can't make plans to move forward without knowing where you're at All already. Right. So we're talking about getting yourself organized and ready to get caught up so you don't feel broke all the time. Yeah. Start afresh, a new new path forward for your finances, which, of course, would be a good money move. And we're going to continue talking about this with Jenna Taubel from First Alliance Credit Union when we return on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. On Good Money Moves today, we're talking about getting your finances organized, I guess. So we've uh, mm-hmm. taken stock of where we're at. If we know what the damage is, we've identified it. What's the next step, Jenna? Yeah, so, you know, the, the next step is really going to be to determine where the money is going to come from to get all those debts paid back and okay. get you back on track, right? So, it doesn't do you any good to go through the first two steps and get organized and figure out where everything is if you don't make a plan to then get past those past due bills, right? So you really need to figure out how much extra you can afford to pay on your past due bills if you were to cut spending in other areas. So this is a little, this is kind of an exercise and we've talked about this in previous episodes as well, um, kind of how to do this, but to kind of give you an idea, right? You're going to go back um, and look for ways to cut out some of those 
small spending pleasures, so to speak, (laughs) until you can get caught back up. So you go back, you look at your budget, you look at your expenses um, that you have some control over. Remember, we talked about those variable expenses before. That's what you're going to focus in on here first, because those are the ones you have the most control over um, simply by changing your habits in a lot of cases, right? So think about things like, do you spend too much at the grocery store on unnecessary food items? That would right. be a big one. Um, is there a way you can... Yeah, that's always a big one. Um, and one you actually have a lot more control over than you think. So, um, whole nother episode on that one. <laughs> is there... So, kind of look at it and think, is there a way you can cut down on food costs, right? So, focus on staple food items that are going to last a long time. Um, you know, look at things like what can you make with rice, potatoes, beans, you know, I'm, and I know this sounds so bleak, especially if you're used to like ordering out all the time for food, but some, you're going to have to make some some serious decisions here to get yourself back on track. I know. Meal a really great way to start huge, doing that. Huge to plan out like a whole yeah. week and say, okay, tonight, Monday night mm-hmm. is taco night. Tuesday night is this. Wednesday night is this. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And and it saves you so much money. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, because then you're buying, you know exactly what you need to spend money on at the grocery store. You buy the things you need. You use them. You have less waste. You you end up not, you know, having all these random ingredients all over your house that you're not sure what to do with. (laughs) So, yeah, meal planning is huge. (laughs) It's huge. I, I do it two weeks out. Um, personally, because it takes so much time to figure it out. Right. But, um, but really, just paying attention to that and, and paying attention to how much you're spending on eating out because it is very costly and it adds up fast. So you may have to start limiting that to only special occasions. And I mean, like birthdays or, you know, an anniversary, something like that. Not, well, it's Friday. Friday's not a special location as much as we like to think it is so <laughs> things the, to keep in mind and consider the big <laughs> hate to be of, the bearer of bad news but, but the, we got to point out too though this is this is a temporary thing that it may it, it, it may it not is. be a short-term thing but it's not forever so at some point if you do get correct. your financial correct. situation in order you can budget for those dinners out exactly Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're thinking damage control at right. this point. If you're, if you're late on bills and you're struggling, you're feeling broke, this is damage control right. at this, this point. This is you a great start making source some of that, decisions. great source of that money to pay off the bills though, is not exactly. spending it out. Exactly. Out yeah. Yeah. You know, and another one too is I know a lot of people who have, you know, multiple streaming service services for, you know, TV, Netflix, Hulu, things like that, oh, plus yeah. cable, you know, and if that's, if that sounds like you, even if you just have the multiple streaming services and no cable, you need to look at that and say, can I get by with only one of these for a short time or eliminate them all together? You know, if you're not using them, don't pay for them. Right. Um, it, you know, it, it'll save you a lot of money. And, and, you know, I know those streaming services tend to be significantly cheaper than what you would pay for cable. But at the end of the day, if you're behind on bills, you know, that extra 15 bucks a month it's going to get you out of the hole a lot faster. It's just things to consider. Um, you know, and another one, you know, we t- so some of those are the variable expenses we talked about with the groceries. And, you know, then there you look at those fixed expenses like those streaming services or even your cell phone plan that you can kind of negotiate on and look at maybe other plans or cut back on them. You know, look at maybe doing a joint 
plan with some spouse, with your spouse or some family members or friends that you trust or that trust you. Or do you, um, do you really need a, and, an unlimited plan as well? True, Especially true. Data. Yeah, you may, maybe you have to really using, do yeah. a... Yeah. Yeah. Do a pay as you go plan. Uh, those, those can be, you know, you'd be surprised sometimes how little you actually need those, right. all, the ultimate plans. So it's just, again, small, small things you can change that can potentially make pretty big impact on your finances when you're trying to get back on track. So, you know, just don't be afraid to shop around for some better deals. Um, you know, and another one, a big one that I, you know, it doesn't, this isn't one for me, but I know there's a lot of people who have a habit of spending money on those in-app purchases. You know, they're trying to get that to that next level on that game they like to play <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is, right? Like, stop generation. doing that. I don't think you really, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, you know, it's one of those things that you mindlessly spend on and don't realize how much that adds up. You know, a dollar here, a dollar there. You think, oh, it's only $2. Well, if you're doing that, you know, three times a week, every week, that's a lot of money that you're spending on a game in, on your phone. So just think about those types of things. So, you know, I, you know, trying to manage your money when you don't have a lot of it just means you really have to think hard about, you know, downsizing your lifestyle for a while so that you can get back on track. You know, look for ways you can downsize and reduce those expenses that you have some control over. Um and get really, really serious about what the difference between your wants and your needs are. Um, you know, ad- adopting that a, a more frugal lifestyle will look different for everyone, and it really does depend on your habits. So the things we've talked about today, if they don't apply to you, that's fine. I guarantee you there are things in your budget that you can look at and rearrange and, and fix and try to reduce, um, even if it's in small amounts. Like I said, you know, even cutting... A, 25 bucks a month somewhere that adds up to an extra $300 a year you can put towards paying down that credit card debt and it's not mind-blowing but it's also not nothing especially when you take into consideration how high interest rates are on things like credit cards and that can save you a lot of money um in the long run just in interest alone so um and the the flip side of this right we talked about cutting expenses but if that's not enough you might have to consider increasing your income stream until you're back on track as well. And that could mean, you know, getting a second or third job in some situations if your lifestyle allows for that, right? If you have young kids or you're a single parent or something like that, that can become much more difficult to manage. Um, so you you still have to have bit balance in life, right? So, um, but really it's more about keeping your eyes open for opportunities to make some extra cash. You know, can is there items you can sell, online somewhere you know we've talked about that before can you ask for a raise at your current job do you have maybe a hobby or a talent that you can use to earn some extra money um throughout the month and you know set up an etsy shop or something like that um it's really just uh, learning to be a little bit more resourceful um even if at first you feel like you're kind of giving up a lot. okay we're talking so. about things you can do if you are getting behind your you're feeling broke all the time. Budgeting and planning ahead with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. 
Back in just a moment here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This is an important... We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. We're talking about getting your finances in order if you find yourself falling behind. So we've gone through the process of trying to find places where we can cut some expenses and maybe even look at some additional revenue. So I guess what's next, Jenna? Yeah. So once you've identified the areas where you can kind of make tweaks to your spending to free up your budget a little bit, and then you kind of explored your options, you need to kind of explore your options for working with your creditors or your billers that you're late with, right? Okay. Um, so most of the time, creditors are willing to work with you if you're willing to make the effort to get caught up and you're upfront and honest and explain your situation. Ask if there's any available options for you, right? They might allow you to make um, some monthly payments to get caught back up, and that kind of just means that they'll tack that extra money onto the onto your existing payment and kind of split it up over a series of months until you're caught up. Um, you know, they have different programs, things like that, that they may be able to offer you for assistance. Um, they may be able to, you know, help you make a certain number of fixed payments until it's, you know, paid off. There's options out there, but you you have to be kind of overcome that embarrassment that you might be feeling or kind of the fear behind talking to them. Okay. Um, you're certainly not the only one in this situation, but you have to be the one to reach out to them. You have to s- initiate that conversation. Otherwise, they're just going to keep sending you past due bills, right? Um, so, and this step becomes significantly less intimidating when you understand your financial situation after going through those exercises that we've talked about so far, right? Because you're going to feel a lot more empowered and a lot more in control of your situation when you know where you're standing and what steps you need you can take to move forward on your own and where you need them to fill in the gaps. You're going to be able to have a much more um, positive outcome from your conversations with them when you go through those steps we talked about earlier in the show. So Um, You'll be able to really just confidently explain where your finances stand and how much you can afford to pay towards those outstanding bills without being pushed into a payment plan that may not be in your best interest. I imagine from the financial institution's point of view, when somebody presents and says, I went through this budgeting process and I've been able to identify these areas where I'm going to be cutting this much per month, but I'm still, Mm -hmm. I still need some help. I, I bet that it yeah. gives them, being the financial institution, a little bit more, I don't know, confidence that this person will follow through. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So You're very correct. What happens once you've worked with the creditor? Yes. I mean, really, the last step in this whole process is to set your budget going forward and stick to it, right? This is probably going to be the hardest step to follow through with. Um, so, because it requires you to change your habits okay. big time. Um, you know, so once you've assessed your financial situation, you've determined how much you can afford to pay toward your outstanding debts, you've worked with your billers to set up some repayment plans, you have to stick to that. Your creditors are going to be willing to work with you, but you have to hold up your end of the bargain and make those payments that you agreed to. Um, because if you don't, 
it's going to be a lot harder to negotiate with them going forward, especially if you don't maintain contact with them um, as things progress. So if you've determined that cutting back on entertainment expenses was the best option to be able to you know, get your debt paid off, you're going to have to learn to say no when friends invite you to the movies or out for a happy hour or you know whatever your entertainment looks like you're going to have to go without for a while. Discipline. Um, if you determine that cutting <laughs> discipline, absolutely. You know, and we talked, you know, about food costs earlier. If that's the best option for managing your new budget, then you actually have to stop dining out or buying the extras at the store or just or maybe you have a, a shopping habit when you're bored. You like to just go and peruse stores. You're going to have to stop doing that. And that's why this makes it such a difficult step to follow through with, with a, for a lot of people is because it does require you to shift your normal habits. However, yes. the rewards of doing so are well worth it, um, which we've also talked about in previous episodes. So it, while the, going through the first parts of this um, process are difficult and can feel really scary, the real test comes when you have to stick to that new budget and maintain these new habits and build um, kind of a different mindset around how you've been spending your money. And if, so, you know, but you can do it. Right. And I, what I love most about this is if you do do it, the, the sense of accomplishment that carries with that is it's it's hard to describe. But oh, yeah. Once you get your financial Absolutely. house in order, all it opens up all sorts of opportunities. Yeah, the the stress is yeah. will be gone. So obviously, Absolutely. we're running out of time as usual, and there's a lot more to be discussed. <laughs> um, where can I find out more uh, about this topic, especially if I if I'm, if I'm a person listening right now, and I'm I have that stress because I'm falling behind on my bills. What where can I find more information? Yeah, well, I would really encourage you to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, we talked we've about some past episodes of the Good Money Move show um, today. You can find those and go back and listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. Um, Plus, you can access all kinds of free financial tools like our budgeting calculator. We've got budgeting worksheets. We have goal-setting worksheets, a debt consolidation calculators on our website. Those can all be found on our online resource center. Um, and, of course, I strongly encourage you to sit down and meet with our advisors at First Alliance so we can help you get pointed in the right financial direction. Kind of, you know, they're there to answer your questions and make sure that you feel confident about your finances. Maybe even serve as a cheerleader for you. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jenna, thank you again so much. We'll talk again next week on mm -hmm. Good Money Moves here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. K